Attention. You have been selected to propagate the messages of the future. In a world whose survival relies on science and facts, this is Crunching the Numbers. And we're live. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello. You should totally introduce yourself. <laughs> so I am Morning Woods, aka Morgan Ashley. You are. And I'm I Brady, am. the producer slash host of Crunching the Numbers. Ian can't be here tonight. I can't wait for you to meet him. I know. I'm so excited to meet Ian, but yeah. thank you for having me. Yeah. I showed him your Instagram today, and he just was like, jaw dropped was like oh my god i want to see who ian is she's like, stunning so curious let me see if i can now. pull up a picture what's your while we're talking about it oh, thank you i'm flattered ian <laughs> if people were to follow you on instagram where would they find you um so it's morgan ashley official slc m-o-r-g-a-n-a-s-h-l-e-y official slc in the salt lake city nice so this is oh let me see i might only have a side view of him you only have some side, yeah, some like side his dick, his, <laughs> side boob. <laughs> his his wife sent me a picture of him. Oh, you guys all have wives. I feel terribly single. No, well, marital status wise, don't. Totally don't. Everyone has wives. Where are your wives? <laughs> uh, my wife is. She's traveling for work. What Current. does she do? She is an athletic trainer and a registered dietitian. Oh, that's hot. Yeah. Wow. So that's just the side view of him cuddling with his dog. Okay. He's a handsome. Aww. He's a handsome. He Englishman. is handsome. Your friend's cute too. Yeah. You can't see it in that picture though, but he's got a huge nose. <laughs> that dog nose. is adorable. Yeah. Everyone. It's Maze. Dog ever. His name's Maze. The, the dog's name is Maze. She's uh her. She's a rescue from an Indian reservation, so they called her Maze. She looks so happy. <laughs> and what I <laughs> she loves Ian. Yeah, she's and, like cuddling hard. Yeah. So I call I call his dog corn cob because oh. maize is another word for c- corn. She's so cute. Yeah. So I he, love like that squint in her eye of just like I'm happy. perfect comfort. This, yeah. Like, this is where I belong. Aww. Uh. So Ian, I love. Ian, I'll have to send you a link to one of the other shows, but he has the most charming accent in the world. Where is it from? And he's English. I love English accents. Yeah. Irish accents are technically my favorite. So, so hot, but. I hate Australian accents. You hate Australian accents? I really don't like them. Really? I Uh, don't. I don't. I think it sounds like the trashy, like, English. But I like trashy English. Well, I mean, Australia is like the Texas of England. Ugh. Right? Texas. (laughs) I don't like... I don't really... I like Beyonce's Texan accents. I don't really like Southern accents. Oh, I'm really good at them, though. And I'm really good at Australian, they too. They feel uncomfortable. And <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of a quokka? A quokka? A quokka. It's uh-uh. my spirit animal. They're Australian. What is it? It's So imagine the face of a bear on okay. the body of a kangaroo. What the f- You're making this up. No, for real. This is a thing. On, uh, and they're about the size of a cat. What the fuck? Nature's cutest fucking that animal. doesn't look, at that look anything like what you just described. No. <laughs> well, okay, let me. 
<laughs> well, maybe I'm terrible at it. How about this little guy? Okay, it's like a cop or what? Oh my god, the ones that are always smiling and the yeah, the coca. Yeah, he yeah. looks like a um. If you notice, we have the same color facial. Like hair. a one of those like rock hamsters. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's a rock hamster? I don't know. They're cute though. Like You're not a, talking about a pet. Look at it when it cuddles. Oh, he's like a wallaby. So Jamie tells All Australian me Australian animals look like. Do you like Harry Potter? Um, I love Harry Potter. So that's my Patronus. Except for, I do love Harry Potter, but the whole trans like have you have you heard of the J.K. Rowling like scandal? You know, I kind of heard like she was throwing shade at trans people. Was but she? Then like trying to act like an advocate, like in the guise of advocate, but being like, oh, you could dress however you want, like reducing like being trans to the way you dress. It's like we see you, we know what you're doing. Wouldn't it be ContraPoints actually does a perfect breakdown of that? Wouldn't it be easier to be trans if you were a wizard? Yeah, because you. I'm sure you there's just, a charm yeah, for that. You could just, bam. but I'm sure she'd call it a curse and not a charm because she's. I'm just kidding. Really, I'm not coming to her. I really love her. Like I that's actually, why I'm so deeply offended. But I know she's not talking about me. She's talking about trans. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so I learned recently talking to you. Because the and you're gonna have to educate me. I yeah. was gonna warn you when we started this podcast because I am somewhat ignorant. Like I don't know everything. Okay, but I'm told you don't? no. Fuck. Unfortunately, How's this and, ever gonna work? <laughs> it's not. It's really not. And that's it's okay. But this is what I think is important: is that I'm trying. I already accept people for who they are. Okay, but I'm trying to learn how I'm supposed to be respectful because from when I was in high school till now, the world has shifted mm-hmm. quite a bit. And it's not that I'm trying to catch up in a, in a, in a respect and understanding way, but sometimes my language isn't there. Yeah. So like earlier we were talking about having sex with the beast. Yeah. From X-Men. Yeah. Just to be clear. Yeah. Marvel. <laughs> the blue fuzzy beast. The blue fuzzy beast. And I said, of course you'd have to. And it would be like, if I bumped into a little person, Okay. That I was into and she was into me. Yeah, which, oh my God. Pause just for, there's like a vine, like a vine, the dwarf Mumba. He's. What is that? He's a little person that like has like vine and like the the app or whatever. Uh huh. He's like a famous like influencer and he is so fine. Dwarf Mamba. Dwarf Mamba. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to Google it here in a minute. So I'm like 6'1 me... and so I'm. <laughs> Oh, that'd be cute. I feel like everyone to be him such is a so cute... tall, though. So I'm like, he'd probably just be like, yes, of course, I'm going to fetishize tall girls. You don't think that he would, like, run from you? Like, from out of me? Like, no, fear of being stepped my... on? No, I just want okay. to... Oh, my God. So it's now, dwarf? On a, is that a feet comment? I don't know. I've never seen your feet. They're I have really size. pretty feet. Yeah, they're only size um nine in women's, guys. wait so do do you think that foot fetish guys like girls with big feet or do you think they like little petite feet i don't know because okay i think if i was to get a foot job i'd want tiny little feet so my dick look huge if i had like a person fetish i would want more person like if you're like obsessed with like fruit snacks you You want more fruit snacks so i'm like to me any fetish you have like my boyfriend is like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> he's like so, but he's so tall that there's so much of him. And, and like, I'm like, every fetish I have is like intensified because I'm like, there's like six feet of you to like. To enjoy. Yeah. So I'm that like, makes sense. to me, if you were like that into like girls that 
have hourglass figure like you want obviously her to be like you the- want six one of her like there's more of her and like my boyfriend like said this thing about how like he was like yeah short girls are fun because they're fun sized yeah. which i find <laughs> deeply offensive because i'm fun too but i'm like I but, could get into but, any But you need a king size to be. fill you up. Well, I think I'm like family size. Like fun for the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Bulk. Yeah. I'm for the Sam's Clubber. Yeah. For the, the Costcoer. Cost yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm like the full, full package. Yeah. Six foot of that package. How tall are you? You're six foot? I'm six one. You're six one? Uh-huh. So how tall are you in heels? I'm nine two i I worked at the marriott and this guy was like we've never had a eight foot woman here and i'm like (laughs) you still haven't but yeah you still haven't you are really tall like it's probably one of the first things i notice about you the first whatever what's what's the first then is it my height it's probably your height oh she's tall that sucks well, yeah, I mean, like, I concern about, I'm concerned about i concerned about your safety around, like, ceiling fans and low everyone, doorways. I mean, that's, to me, then that's not the first. I feel like people notice, like, other things first and then that I'm tall. Because, like, really? if you see a tall guy, are you worried about his, like, him hitting his head on the ceiling fan? Oh, totally. Fan? Oh, yeah. you're, oh, you're considerate. I'm considerate, yeah. Because I feel like guys just, or people in general, like, How? take care of girls in a way that they don't take care of guys. Um, like, people are never worried about a guy's, like, comfort. Like, women will, like aunts and grandmas worry about male comfort but it's like yeah i've never like had mom walked into somewhere with my boyfriend and had like the waitress be like can i get like in etiquette they teach you to like deal with the girl first so it's like do they really yeah like i didn't know that serving school like when you're serving a table like there's a school the girls first because it's etiquette yeah i didn't know any of this like what school like <laughs> i thought you just like showed up and they were like here's your shit slinging pancakes <laughs> i mean at, like it's like fine dining places that put you through like serving school oh, okay that makes sense yeah yeah i it's ate like, a, Lakai like, once. a career server yeah i've never been to lakai it's i was i, I was in junior high as fuck we should go together please me you your boyfriend my wife will go to lakai okay so if you're I, listening boyfriend he said you're cute yeah yeah, you have a handsome boyfriend. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And I he's definitely that. into you. You think that? Mm-hmm. What makes you think that? His body language when he was here with you for the other show. Aw. Yeah. He was totally like the entire time. Like he would turn his head to look at me, but never for took his shoulders second. off you. Aw. Yeah. Yeah. My totally man. into he's you. So he's the best. Yeah. So how do you identify um, because I've always, I've always seen you as a woman. Yeah, duh. And someone had to point it out to me. Who? <laughs> what did they well, point like, out? Somebody just said like, I, I think, like, they, well, they told me your experience being the first of your kind to strip in Utah. Yeah. And I hate even saying the of your kind. Of, that sounded bad. I hated that too. Like, yeah. It was not hate- fun for either of us. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry. Again, I'm totally not trying. Like yeah. I'm ET. Well, I am ET. <laughs> you, you, I, you're definitely out of this world for sure, and that's okay. Yeah. But so, what? So, how is it that you specifically identify? Like, if someone were to, <coughs> I guess, if you had to put it on paper, right? How would you identify yourself? Female. Okay. All right. That's totally acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I never wanted to not be like. Honestly, I don't ever get misgendered. Like, I'd be offended if someone. Like now, I'm offended, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, do you have to ask? 
Like my boobs are no, 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 touching no. the mic. No, as no, we no, speak. no. I'm like, no one asks that in real life. No one's ever like, how do you identify? Like, this is totally ever, not real they life. They just assume that I'm, like, yeah, what I am. Like, I am what I look like, which I get can be confusing to people because there's some people that are like, don't like being identified as either gender. Like, have you seen that? Like, mm-hmm. people who are like, um, Xers? non-binary, non-binary. Yeah, like, there's this girl, um. In Pose, what is her name? The act- India Moore, the actress that plays Angel in Pose on Netflix. Okay. She is beautiful. And I'm not going to stop saying she because she looks like a girl. But is, but she's technically but yeah, non-binary. Okay. And, like, was born like male, I guess, quotations. And then transitioned into looking female, but identifying as neither. But I mean, but you're you're a proud woman. Yeah. And like. Totally. Yeah. Do you ever get any grief? Like, has anybody ever no. already given you grief? No, really. Like, only before, like, before I, like, went on to hormones and started transitioning when I was just presenting as, like, quote-unquote male, like, which then even I Quote was, unquote, like, right. I was androgynous. People, like, well, sure. through high school, like, every jock that I hooked up with was always like, I'm not gay. Like, I just don't think of you as a guy. Like, it feels like very feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you're hot. Yeah. So they would just see me as kind of androgynous. And like, even I had this really hippie friend that is like faux liberal <laughs> and faux liberal. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're always like, when I transitioned, they were like, I don't really see you as a girl. Like I just kind of see you as both. Like you're androgynous. You're neither. I'm like, okay. okay well, well, thanks for deciding that I'm for like, me. Yeah, thanks. And then the hot, like the more feminine I looked to where she was like, okay, you're like, I'm like jealous. You're so hot. Then she was like, well, you are hot. She acted like she saw me as female the whole time, but was like, before I just like, I just thought you were like androgynous and I didn't think you needed to go this extra mile. Cause I'm like, bitch, you didn't want the competition, but <laughs> there's just one more girl on the street taking is. your man. Yeah, taking your niggas. <laughs> like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, Oh, I got so sidetracked. That's okay. That's what the show is all about. Sidetracks. Yeah. <laughs> we should call this, we should probably change the name of the podcast from crun- crunching the number to sidetracked. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I like that. So that's awesome. So you worked as a dancer. I was. I was actually an exotic dancer here in Salt Lake City, the first identifying trans woman yeah in salt lake city to but, like strip at a club but you really don't consider yourself trans you've just you've always been no, you No, i do like in a, okay. the sense of like solidarity because technically like i did have to transition in the same sense of like menopause as a transition like sure a lot of women in menopause have to go through hrt and get like hormone therapy where they're taking like different hormones hormones to facilitate that change because your hormones shift constantly like all right. throughout your life but i'm on t are you? Yeah. Yeah. My, I, my, um, my dude, my man, like he actually, a lot of guys like have been thinking about if like that, ha- that happens naturally, like that your testosterone like depletes yeah. and it changes like your sex drive, mm-hmm. your energy level. Like it changes the, the shape past, of your body. Like, three I guys started getting the belly. Yeah. And yeah. they like this, like you're sleepier, like, mm-hmm. You're just your libido crashes. Yep. So it's like it's a natural thing that to have to go through HRT. Yeah. And I think that because I went through that process of like a noticeable physical change to people socially, then I call it a transition. So it's like I'm technically trans, but I am intersex trans because um I had female and male hormones from the start. From the start, yeah. Yeah, and like biologically 
the last ultrasounds, I was female. And then, and then you were somewhere born. in the developmental period. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I was born with like genitalia that didn't match that, but then still excessive estrogen. Like when I, like I said in the last one, like when I got tested finally to trans to transition, quote unquote. Sure. They actually looked at my hormone levels and were like, "You already have female hormone levels, so it's going to be really easy for you to transition into being like socialized and seen as female." Wow. And luckily, like, I've blended into the point where I really don't ever get, no one ever asks me what my pronoun is. No one ever misgenders me. But yeah. before, like I was saying, like, before I transitioned, when I was just, like, not on HRT, I remember there was this one instance where I was at my mo- with my mom at a gas station. And this guy was like, what is that? Like, to my mom. He said that? Yeah, he was like, like now what is, is that, that a man person? or a woman? Like, just what is that? He was that? like, is that a man or a woman? And she was like, why? And he was like... I just, I just want to know. And he was like way redneck. He was probably into you and confused. I'm sure, but he was like frustrated about it. Cause he was like, what am I looking at? Like explain it, break it down for me. Sure. And, but since transitioning, I haven't had that experience. No one ever, I, I was over at my friend's last month and she was talking one of their, they had a friend over that was trans and she was talking about how she went into a store and a guy was like, Oh, you're a faggot. Like you're a guy. And, girls clothing and i was commenting to my friend today like i've never had that experience well there's no one's ever since i've transitioned everyone just automatically assumes i'm female and it's like yeah deals with me as if i am female like no one's ever i kind of feel like whoever outside of it i feel like whoever pointed it out to me and i can't remember because we were drinking that night was kind of like throwing shade the bar yeah because I was like, I told my wife, I said... Was it a girl? It was. Okay, yeah, duh. Yeah. The and only, it's funny, like, there's times... They're the ones would, who throw shade? Well, it's like, I feel like... <laughs> Damn candy I just chicks. feel accepted into the female society when they do that. Because they're... It's like, if I had fake lips, if I had fake hair, and a girl's, like, with her boyfriend, and her boyfriend turns and looks at a girl, like, the girl's gonna be like... Those her butt's are fake, fake her boobs are fake, her yeah. hair's fake. So it's like anything that they could, like feel like they're detracting, which what's offensive about that to me is that they feel like it's a detraction from me that I was born with like a genetic anomaly. And it's like, like it, it, it really you... is a form of discrimination. Cause I'm like, sure. it doesn't take away from the fact, like I'm all naturally still like you're threatened by nothing that is fake. So it's like your threat is still very valid girl. Like right. <laughs> be threatened. <laughs> be threatened. I'm coming for your man. Yeah, like, <laughs> So I'm so, always like, cause one time I was actually in a bar and this girl was like, her, her dude was like checking me out and she like looked to see who he was looking at and he was looking at me. And then I saw her whisper something to him. And after that, he like, didn't look at me again. And I was like, I wonder if she just clocked me and was like, that's a man. Cause it's like, that's their defense. But it's like, there's so many cis girls that get that too. That what like, that, aren't- that when a guy looks at them, their girlfriend's like, they're trans. Like I have so many cis friends that get like clocked as being trans and have that same exact experience so i'm like i just take that as female solidarity like that's all of our experience we're all constantly getting sexualized and seen as sexual objects yeah so of course we're going to be reduced by that by each other that's that's got to be a really difficult thing because like i mean me as a guy and i'm i'm really like i'm still learning even though i'm married me and my wife are in a non-traditional relationship so like we go out and we flirt with girls and stuff like that and I have recently learned about like the security net that girls have to take with them in online dating 
So like when they sign up on Tinder and they're like, oh, this guy's cute. And then they go up to meet him. They like tell their friends where they're going. And like, yeah, and like they have a tracking app on their phone. You, yeah. Like on Snapchat, yeah. you like make yourself visible. So it's like everyone on your Snapchat yeah. knows where you're at. Right. Sometimes I've had friends who are like, send me the address. Like, luckily I'm not dating right now. So sure. I'm not having to do that. But I didn't even like scary. Like cause even cis girls, like yeah. all of us have to deal with that. Like re- very, very recently, like a good friend of mine in Ogden had their friend they went on a dating app. I think it was like Tinder. They went on a date and the guy took her even to a bar and was seen in public with her. And they're like out at a local bar where she's yeah. by where she's from. Yeah. And then he takes her to his place where he doesn't have any furniture. And oh. she's like, which I've been in that situation where it's like, okay, this is weird. You don't have any stuff. And he's like, I just moved in. Like, but I'm like trying to meet someone and like I just got out of a relationship or whatever there's plenty of reasons why your life changed fast enough that you are sure now in a current situation and trying to date so she ended up sleeping with him throughout the night he she woke up to being stabbed by him Jesus and fought tried to fight him off and ended up being murdered like this man that she met on tinder murdered her oh my god and this was in this was, in, this was in Ogden, yeah, very recently. And then what's cr- was that? Was that the one that was on KSL just recently? I'm sure because okay, Holy what's shit. even crazier about this story? So that happens to her. She's like murdered by that man from a Tinder date, and then he kills himself before the cops get there. Oh my god! And or when the cops get there. Sorry, don't misquote me, but whichever one. Yeah. And then my friend is like, who is like best friends with this girl and like posting about it on her Instagram. I've seen my friend with this girl, like at the bars and stuff. That's the only way I've ever met her is just through this friend. Right. So that happens. And then my friend, like a week later, there's a cop that's on duty that gets shot. And that's her brother. Jesus so her best Christ. friend got murdered. And then her, bro- and then and then her brother not gets even shot a week later. Her, her, yeah, her brother gets shot. And I'm like, Wow. She's not lucky. What are the odds? I would distance myself for a little while. Don't say that. You're not very lucky. I love you, but let's... awful. Don't say that. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that that happened. Yeah, it's rough. Um, But yeah, it's scary dating. Like, I remember even that I I had a boyfriend. And I looked at him that night and was like, I'm sleeping in your house. Like... And nobody knows. How well do I know you? (laughs) (laughs) Well... So like I've even so I've brought it up on dates with girls because I'm not I a murderer like what are you saying? Well, no, that? I've just sort of been like, did you let your friends know where you are? And they're like, yeah, of course. You know, like they're honest with that me. That would scare me. See if a guy was like, well, do your friends know where you're at? I'd be like, no, 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 yes. no. Like I, Google track everyone. Satellites are watching. <laughs> I, I I bring it up in the context that I'm aware. Oh, okay. of, of that of that safety net that girls have had to put in place for themselves, and I'm usually with my wife on these dates. Okay. And but Which the doesn't make it because there's a lot of <clears throat> female groomers now that are like grooming. It doesn't make it better, right? Yeah, I didn't yet. know about that. In fact, celebrities like the girl from Smallville. Like I know this is old news, but is it? Okay, because so I that, haven't heard this. Did you not? Okay, the girl from Smallville. Did yeah. you ever watch Smallville? Chloe, like his no. best friend in that show, the blonde one. Okay. So I'll have to Clark take your word Kent's for it. Best friend in that show. Okay. Is like a B-list actress. <laughs> And she was dating this guy who was like Ted Bundy level, like has a cult and is grooming females to be like subservient and in this cult. And part of like how they're getting these girls to join is through the girl from Smallville. Like 
the girl who played Chloe. No shit. Like, like why she's not? like a B-list celebrity. And yeah. she's like talking to these girls at clubs and like getting these girls to sign their lives over to this guy and come and move wow. into this commune with them. I didn't know about that. <clears throat> so like my biggest fear is to like go on a date and then they're excited and engaged in the date uh-huh. and they don't check in with their friends. And then the cops kick in the door on the Outback Steakhouse. What? They're like, you haven't checked in. You, <laughs> you haven't checked like, in. Here comes the SWAT this team. Bitch be Snapchatting every 15 <laughs> minutes. And yeah. we haven't seen blowjob lips in like <laughs> 20 minutes. So we sent in SWAT. So we sent in the SWAT. No, yeah. Never. That, I've, I don't know. But I feel like. But I always try to be super aware of how women have traditionally felt and been treated yeah which which makes guys so afraid to come talk to you at the totally bar not like afraid. It, totally not afraid totally not afraid because i have good intentions yeah i like, feel like yeah if you are if, like all those guys who are being like oh i got you to come over to my house and i'm like can i even like talk to this girl like what are your intentions like because yeah. like you're saying like if your intentions are pure and you're just trying to like actually get if you're questioning if you should talk to a girl because you're like, I'm a dick, like maybe just don't. <laughs> just don't. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, no, I never, I never question it, but I'm always aware that that's a concern that like, if I approach a single woman in public, like I very, most, most women that I interact with, I very easily could overpower if I chose to physically, yeah. physically. Yeah. But like that same, resp- so many, okay. I would say, I don't know the statistics on this, but the amount of men that I've talked to that were molested as children from like female babysitters from nannies. I made like, out with my babysitter. I'll, of course. Like, and it's just like, it's because the girl has the guise of like female I'm sexuality that it's like, Oh yeah. Like you could physically overpower me. So it's like, there's these men that are 12 years old getting into these sexual situations that cause like years of trauma and yeah that isn't even really being investigated because most, I feel like the statistics have to be way off on like male abuse because guys don't report it. Guys don't like report. Like if your nanny, when, if your 16 year old nanny is touching you when you're 12, you're not going to be like, I was raped by like this yeah. hot ass 16 year old girl. So it's like, I feel like it's very skewed results. And like, I have so many, I've dated guys that I'm like, your whole sexual identity has been shaped off of you losing your virginity at 12. And like, you were suffering the consequences of that, and I am suffering the conse- consequences of that, and no one's talking about it. Like, but then it's like, so it's like guys are so afraid to approach girls, but it's like we as girls, there's times that I'm like, okay, at what point am I using my sexuality, my beauty, my femininity to get guys to do what I want? Like, how often? Tell me. Do you know? <laughs> Too often. <laughs> there was like, where what? I wish I could recall the exact... I was actually talking to someone and they were like... The first night we met, you could have got me to buy you a drink. <laughs> Easy. But that's not... I'm talking about like, like that's not even that fun. Favors, oh, like okay. Getting guys to be like... I don't know. I hate disclosing this, but someone I dated was like abused at 12. And I mm-hmm. keep bringing up that instance because the their nanny was like... Or a girl at a party. They were at their like older sister's party. And... This girl approached them and was like, took them into their room and was like, let me show you about your body and like touching them and like being like, we're going to have sex. And like, he's just like, oh yeah. And then you're losing your virginity at 12 years old when you should be not maturing in that way. And then all of your, just when like 
from going through sexual acts, like at that age, like we know that it changes your mental chemistry and you're sure now you're thinking about things that you shouldn't be at that age. And sure. <clears throat> no, that makes perfect sense. Have you ever heard Dave Chappelle's joke about it? Which one? He talked about, um, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm not Dave Chappelle, so I can't do his joke very well, but what? So Dave Chappelle's joke is, and like, I'm not him, so I'm, I'm going to butcher this, but he says, oh, you're not? no, totally not. <laughs> I'm pretty white, actually. I could not tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nowhere near as handsome, but... Uh, as Dave Chappelle, he's not cute. What? I, well, maybe I, I look up to him. He's like a hero of mine. He's so a I hero, but he's, he's not a cute hero. Okay. Yeah, I guess he is kind of the anti-hero, right? Yeah, he's not yeah. attractive. Let's just put that out there. Dave Chappelle, <laughs> you're like a three, physically. So he says, he says at some point on one of his jokes, he was like, He's like, y'all motherfuckers hear about this guy? He raped like 10 people in Texas. He raped 10 men in Texas. You don't understand. That means there's fucking millions of them out there that he got. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Because guys don't report. About it. If there are 10 that were talking about it, they were probably... Or he was like, there's I millions so. of them. I, as an advocate of men. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> Thank you for having our back. I love men. And I think they're so abused. <laughs> and we put so much on them. And... And then are like, don't cry, like walk it off. Don't like, cry, be tough. Just the stuff that, yeah, that they tell guys that they don't ever tell girls. And like, it's funny, like whenever I have like a real manic day and I'm just like completely insane with my boyfriend, I'm like, am I tripping? And he's like, you're just a girl. Like, it's like we have like this like window, like of like how crazy we could be. And people are. Yeah. Okay with that. of it, but it's like a guy. But if a guy had the same. Yeah. If, when a guy throws a tantrum, it's like, there was several, I threw tantrums when I was little, like, like kids daily. Do. Yeah. And my brother would throw a tantrum and the cops got called. It was like, yeah. Oh, you like, you want to act like a man. Like I'm going to treat you like a man. But with, yeah, it's just funny, which I mean, there's a double standard too, because it's like, I feel like a lot of times like women's emotions won't get taken as seriously. Cause they're like, Oh, you're just a silly woman. Like, right. You and your feelings, like <laughs> there's like that sense of like you invalidation. Uterus, yeah. yeah. Like we get a, we get a settle down way, but then we also get that. I was huge. Thinking, I, I honestly, like, I kind of thought as the me too movement swept and then like the feminist, uh, movement sort of like organized i kept waiting for the change for them to change the name of hysterectomies why oh because his her hysterectomies. no i thought because hyster is like that's like the uterus though right yeah but it comes from the word hysteria and that women are crazy oh. because they have hysteria in them and so I mean, you're removing fuck. the hysteria so what's the problem I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. you definitely are an advocate for men for sure like, i love men i think they're so like i feel like I don't know. I feel so, it's silly being like a male advocate and then doing porn. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> they're like, oh, you're a feminist. But so I, I have feel like my boyfriend actually does see me as a feminist because I am very like equal rights. Yeah. Well, you can say equal rights and not necessarily give yourself that label of being a feminist or a manist well not even because feminism is just thinking that the sexes are equal it doesn't mean that you think that the sexes are the same and like should be treated the same that's fair it's just that you think that they're equally valuable and should be equally respected and i feel like that gets so skewed as like let's appreciate and honor all of the things about femininity and let girls like 
do the things that are masculine, but then they're not like doing that for men. They're not being like, well, let's honor when a man is like fulfilling that role that is feminine. Right. And it's like, it's equality of the sexes, like should be like the sexes are seen equally. So they have equal access to like roles in society, but we don't act like that ever. Okay. So I have to ask when we talk about equal roles in society, Uh um, no, they shouldn't have let us vote. No, we shouldn't have to wear pants. And <laughs> absolutely, I should not have to work. Okay, well, it totally wasn't me who said that, just oh. for the record. <laughs> oh, guys. <laughs> um, have you ever felt prejudiced? Do, do you feel like you're more... If someone throws shade your way and they're being prejudiced or judgmental, do you feel any more judgmental? Like, or pe- like It's hard to put this into words, I think. But do you ever feel... More judged? more judged based off of based off of being black or trans as a one that's funny because like for me personally neither because as a woman i feel like whenever i'm being judged it's for me being reduced to being a woman and a sexual object so you feel more never ever do i feel like and anytime anyone ever does bring up me being trans, it's usually from an outlet where they know that I'm trans and they're already set going into it, sexualizing it. So if they're asking, like, how big is your, like, that part? Yeah. They're asking because they want to know because they're intrigued by it because they're sexually fetishizing it. So they already are, like... Sure. They're do- they would do that with anyone. It has nothing to do with me personally. Yeah. And then it's, like, being... Before I transitioned, I experienced way more racism in Utah. Then since I transitioned, it's, like oh, you're a girl, so it's like, you're a girl first and black second. I'm a girl first and trans second. Like, huh. So it's like my treatment on a daily is like based on being a girl. And like, like I said, there's some times where someone calls out the fact that I'm black. Like when my boyfriend showed his friend that picture and he was like, oh, I didn't know you're into black girls. Yeah. And then even I'm like, oh, I forget that like... I forget that. that registers, yeah, like, that's a thing. To me on the daily, like... Basically, I feel like I have access to being able to complain freely (laughs) and access to, like, having rhythm and being able to, like, be part of, like, the hip-hop scene. So I'm, like, really being... Are you saying white people can't dance? No, of course you can't dance. Can I? I don't know. Show me some. I'm a a metal dude. I can't dance. And Russians are technically Asians. And Asians (laughs) are good at everything. I'm just kidding. (laughs) God, we're going to get slayed for this. Hopefully. You know what, though? For lucky, we'll get canceled. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm fine with it because it's in the context of humor. Like, we're not actually trying to hurt anybody. I am. Are you? No, I'm not. I'm kidding. (laughs) You're going to go after the Asians. Like, I'm coming for you guys. No, no. Yeah. No, I I did a little stand-up, and, like, the scene has changed, and I kind of, to be honest with you, I gave up with it because I'm a very dark humor person. Me too. And so, like, as I dark humored, it was funny, and then suddenly it wasn't. And I was just kind of like, I either have to totally relearn how to do comedy. Okay, I think... The more, the less you think is funny, the less that you've actually been through. So if you're offended by shit, I'm sorry that you haven't experienced life, basically. Because, like, I never made more gruesome jokes since after my ex-boyfriend killed himself. Like, after he died, I was, like, so much more morbid, so much more. My jokes are so much more dark because it's, like, you have a wider span of what's out there. So it's, like... The, jo- the field of what's actually humorous because usually what's funny is what's true and it's like 
most of humor, it's like, oh, that's funny because it's true, but that's fucking bleak. <laughs> like, So I'm going to tell you a funny story. I've never said this out loud in public, uh -huh. but some people know this story, and I'm going to share it now. But uh, I told you about uh, my, me and my wife had a girlfriend, and she ended up moving in because she lost her apartment due to a suicide attempt. And then she got on a good track. She was doing a lot better. She moved in with us. <clears throat> and we were working towards helping her with her mental health and things were doing really good. And when her birthday rolled around right before her birthday, her and I were talking about my experience in the military. And I talked about how they would issue you body bags. And a lot of guys slept in them because they, you put your sleeping bag in it and you could zip it up during the day. Yeah. And it would keep all this shit out. Right. And she was like, Oh, that's fucking morbid. I love it. That's the best. So I bought her a body bag for her birthday. And like, I thought it was fucking hilarious. And she laughed her ass off. And I, and, and of course we couldn't predict what was going to happen because in November she took her own life. And so I feel guilt about it. Cause you made like light of like, but I also know that she would have laughed. Yeah. Like she laughed. She got in it on her birthday. <laughs> and I bet she, I don't, I hate so to there's, <sighs> but there isn't there healing in that humor. Well, because it's almost like she made peace with, like, being, like, like death isn't as scary. So someone who's going to go through like, I wouldn't, because obviously, okay, you're the one that's alive still. So you're the one that has to deal with it. So, like, how you feel about it really is the most important thing. Like, she's not thinking about whether it's offensive or not. So really how you feel about it is what's important. And I think that whatever she was going to do... Obviously, since that didn't shape it, it probably made her feel like she was in a safer space where she didn't have to th take things. She never had to hide anything with us. That, yeah. Like, yeah, because you weren't taking. We those took we things. took it serious, but we never like tried to avoid the subject. And I was yeah, constantly like you, checking that's, in that's with kind her. Kind of like an allowance to be who you are. It's not promoting you to kill yourself. It's basically everyone is gonna fucking die like yeah all it's of gonna you happen. will die like i am gonna die we're all gonna die and it's like that sucks and you accept that that sucks and then you still live your life knowing that yeah so it's like to give her any sense of like it's okay that i'm not scared of your morbidity because i don't I accepted that. her. I yeah, accepted to, her I, as who I, she was i accept that you're gonna die i accept that like death is real and i still care about you so yeah. it's like i would feel like you did her a service by like f making her feel accepted and i want to at all feel like that's like yeah it's like is buying someone's ticket to heaven being like die bitch like <laughs> die motherfucker yeah you're just being like whatever yeah. happens after this like now let's joke about it yeah and that's what we have and it it really did, it came from a place of love because she told me that that was like the coolest thing she'd ever heard <sighs> And, uh, it's thoughtful. We crack jokes all the time. Right. And like, it's going to happen. Like we're going to die. So it's like, even at her funeral and luckily we were wearing masks because of COVID, but someone said something. I thought of something funny. <clears throat> and usually my rule is if you think of something funny, you you have to say it. And that's always my rule. And I do it. And sometimes it gets me in trouble, but sometimes it's fucking hilarious. And so I thought of something funny and like, I think my wife thought I was crying, but I was actually laughing behind my mask at her funeral. 
But I feel like Mia would have appreciated that. Like she would have laughed alongside with me. And then as soon as I got in the car, I had to tell my wife the joke and she like chuckled and then was like, Oh my God, that's so bad. And it, the the thing about her was she was so vibrant and so full of life that she took over any space that she came into. She didn't walk into a room. She exploded into a room. She was always bouncing on her tiptoes and was just so curious and so excited about all the little bits of life that I honestly feel like I'm a better person for having been around her and like experienced things with her. And like, I took her to the church parking lot, was teaching her to ride my motorcycle and she dropped my motorcycle and was so sad, but was like, well, now I know not to do that thing. And like instantly took it as a lesson and like, the next time she got on that bike, she was far more confident and far better at riding it. And I was always so proud of her. And it was, it, it was just kind of, it was just kind of difficult because, you know, we talked about it earlier before we fired up the microphones, but it was difficult. It, it, and it still is difficult because there's, even though I feel like I did everything I could do, I still wonder like, what if I'd asked for one more hug or yeah. said one more word of encouragement or called and or text and checked in sooner well like with my situation he broke up with me and knowing did you you see that as part of it yeah like i mean now look i i guess what i'm saying is retrospectively retrospectively like that was totally him well he said like he was always like so weary of us moving in together and i was always like it's not that big of a deal like because and even like my parents were like yeah if you move in with him and it doesn't work you move out like you just move out and you right. get new places. Like, it's not like just because you're living with someone, you're stuck with them. So I was always like, it's not as permanent as you think. So I was always like, what are, why are you so weary of me being in this on the same premises of you? And then him killing himself. Like, I was always like, I feel like that was... The, and he made it very clear that that was always his way of keeping me outside of the realm of possibilities for what it's almost like he knew could happen yeah. and expressed that that could happen. Like he was always like, I don't ever want, like, cause I was always like, if you want to be alone and we're both living together, like you can go in your man cave and I'll go upstairs. And he was like, I don't want you in the same like house when I'm in, when I'm at my worst, I don't want you in the same house. And I was always like, why? And it's funny that you say that because Mia warned us about that. Yeah, because it's like, I think they do care, and they don't want you to have to... Deal with it. So they think they're sparing you of having to deal with it because it's something very permanent and unavoidable to them Yeah, because it's almost a part of the way and the frame of mind that they think. That it's like, this is forever an opportunity. This is forever something. Like, not almost a solution to how, like, crippling dealing that with that would be and i feel like he never wanted to expose me to that and the closer i got to him the more he was like afraid of me getting that close because it was like the more i the more we cared about each other the more he knew what he was already going to subject me to i always felt like and there was times that we fought and he would say like i'm gonna kill myself like just kill me like hate me enough to like let to to not care and to leave so I can kill myself. And I was always like, 
no, like I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Like yeah. in those moments, like I was always like, okay, well I'll leave. Cause I'm not going to let you manipulate me into staying, but I'm taking any access you have. And he was always like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, to them, I think it feels like a very, it always feels like an option. Like, yeah. Like we talked, have you watched about, afterlife on I Netflix? Haven't, you haven't. should totally watch that. Yeah. I'm curious. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, it's going to be really hard for you because I watched it. <sighs> within weeks of Mia passing and it I was so destroyed by the content in that show that I had I felt the need to hide that from my wife because I didn't want she's very empathetic and I didn't want her to like take that burden on her yeah Yeah. while we're talking about it though suicide is a struggle and it's a burden and it's not something you have to struggle with alone. And the National Suicide Helpline, the prevention lifeline, is uh, 1-800-273-8255. And if you live in the UK, I believe you can dial 999, uh, and that'll connect you to the proper help, or I think it's 111. And I do believe that the United States is going to be coming out with, like, a 511 as a suicide helpline. I, I've heard that in the news. I'm not sure if it's there yet, but please, 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 if you're in that frame of mind, know that there are people, like, even if you're a shitty person, I will swim open mouth up a river of shit and crawl, across, crawl on my stomach across broken glass to help you because it is a, like you said, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And there are people that love you that don't want to see that happen. And there's resources. Like I feel like in this, in this mental health is so misunderstood. And I feel like a lot of times people look at it as like, you're falling short of something or like, it's something that could be treated. Like it's something that, I brought these out for you, by the way, if you wanted more. Like, it's something that's only situational, and it's like, I really do think people who are dealing with that, like, it's okay for that to be something that you're always dealing with, because it's not something that needs to necessarily be cured. Well, like, it is, I don't know, it it is an illness, and I feel like people, like, talk about it so taboo, and, like, it's like shamed for you to feel that way when you should. Well, it's, it's like if you survived cancer, we would throw a party, right? Like if you got cancer, we, and you beat it, we would throw a party, but no one's throwing parties for people that survived suicide. Right. And we should be because it's, it, it would be like me looking down on you if you had one leg that was shorter than the other. And so you had to buy special shoes and yeah, you stumbled like it's like, sometimes. It's a very real condition. And I feel it's like just, people pass it the same way. Like I saw this meme the other day that was talking about anxiety. And it was like, I struggled with anxiety until someone told me to calm down. And it's like, that really. <laughs> that doesn't work. Especially yeah, with no, women, right? that doesn't work. Like it's like a real, you're, you're having a very real Thing. experience. And like whether yeah. it feels internal or not, it is very, or whether, like it always, those things can affect you internally and externally. And it. I, I heard this thing. I actually had an Uber driver that was telling me about her experience with mental health and her experience with suicide and how she, through her studies, found that it's like 
link like she's researched that it could potentially be linked you have to really like your deep- serotonin. Oh yeah. Oh, what were you, you have really deep conversations with your Uber drivers. I know. Yeah. I know. How long was that ride? Oh my god, like <laughs> four <eight> minutes. Minutes. <laughs> like and she because she was like, Where are you go- Oh my god, okay, we have to precursor this. Cause she was like, Where are you going? And I was like, because she was like, you look so beautiful. Like, where are you headed? And I was like, I'm going on a date with this guy. And she was like, you don't sound very excited. And I was like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, he's super into me. He asked me to be his girlfriend, like, three times. And she, like, cut me off and was like, I don't know. Like, you don't sound very stoked. Like, if you were supposed to be his girlfriend, like, you'd be, like, ecstatic about it. You don't seem happy. And I was like, well, I've just been going through a lot. So I don't feel like I have, like, access to those emotions right now. And, like, in on paper, this guy is great. Like, he's, like really being a good guy and she was like yeah but you just you know and you know and i'm and i was like well you don't know i was like i feel very like confused about him because recently like i had something very unstable happen so it's like when someone stable comes into your life and she's like well it happened and i was like my ex-boyfriend killed himself and this is the first guy i'm dating since then and And she, she happened to know statistics and studies well she was like it's crazy that I got you in my, cause she was like, I've actually dealt with suicide. And like, she was like, my, my niece's fiance recently killed himself. Uh huh. And she was like, and I was the last person to see him. And I like stopped him on the side of the road. Like I was driving and he was wandering and he had this vacant look on his face. And I was like, Hey, um, like where are you headed? Like I could take you back to the house because the next day was his baby shower. Like his wife, his fiance was like having a baby Oh wow. and she was like, we're sitting up for the baby shower. Like I can give you a ride back. And he was just like, looked at me and walked away and she was like, Hey, and she said her name and was like, it's me. And he just like looked and was like, okay. And then just wandered off. And then later like wandered home and walked downstairs, looked at her and then walked into the shower and took his own life. And my God, she was like, he had been dealing with a lot of external pressures about like having a kid and like feeling kind of pressured into having to be like this family man and Mm -hmm. proposing now that he got this girl pregnant. And she was just saying how she herself has struggled with mental health her whole life and like those thoughts of suicide. So after that, through the counseling that she got, they told her that it's like linked to your serotonin levels and interesting people with like. Some people, like, when you go to sleep at night and your body, like, produces toxins and, like, releases all of those toxins and flushes your system. And, like, most of it you sweat out through your glands. Mm -hmm. Like, people with depression, when that reset happens and they're, like, back to their, like, reset of the day, their hormones or their serotonin is so off that it's, like, there's nothing telling them to cope with pain by producing serotonin to make you okay with sorting through a solution so it's like whenever they go through something it seems that much more traumatic because there's nothing telling them that it's okay hormonally so you were talking about the deficit in the mental health treatment in the united states and i i totally have to agree because a week before we lost mia she and i'm i'm talking seven days she tried to take her life in our bathtub and i had checked on her at one point because I told you about the truck I'm taking apart. Well, I took it. I took the parts off of it, but it still runs. So we were going to go out in the pasture and turn donuts, and she thought that was a great idea. And then when I went and checked on her, she was in the bathroom, and she had locked the door, which she'd never done before. And she was like, I was like, you want to come race the General Lee? And she was like, no, I'm, I'm okay. And so I just carried on, went and had dinner. I asked her if she wanted some food. No, I'm okay. 
And then the third time I checked on her, I couldn't understand what she was saying. And I knew something was wrong. So I broke into the bathroom and she was in the process of, you know, basically trying to take her own life. And so we called an ambulance, got her to the hospital. I went and took her her things the next morning. And she, she was out in, she was out of that facility, I think in like three days. And within seven days of her second attempt that I am aware of, uh, took her own life. And it was really early in the morning. So I have to wonder if you're correct. Waking up. I just think it's like a matter of not having those, those 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 regulation. Yeah. Those chemicals like, and the, the girl that my Uber driver was saying how there's this surgery where they like the gland that you have that helps produce serotonin. Cause I know that you can't take serotonin externally. Like you can't take vitamins that just like give you and help you absorb serotonin. You could take things that like, promote growth of serotonin so they like stimulate the parts of you that produce it like but the absorption is a problem yeah it's yeah. like you can't just like take it you have to like take things to absorb to make your to trigger your brain to take it and she was like there's like the surgery that will basically they'll fix it and it'll make it so your body will regularly like regulate serotonin really? but it's really expensive and it's not covered by insurance and i'm just like is it experimental is that why it's not covered? I'm not sure. I feel like I think personally like that it's because like mental health isn't it's religion still so much dictates like that that stuff's just wrong. So yeah. I don't really look in it the treatment of like why people feel that way. Okay. So Ian, uh, the other guy who's usually on the show, he talks about sort of like he doesn't necessarily believe in a God, <clears throat> but he believes there's some kind of a script writer. Because we all find ourselves uh, at the right place or time or whatever for, for whatever's going on in your life. And, and you talked about how, like, once you just tried to just exist, all the other things sort of fell into place for you. How weird is it that you had that happen to you and then to land that Uber driver who had that information? Yeah. Is like, that weird? I just think it's like, I don't think me and her would have had that conversation if we w- if she. I've heard this thing about how, like, survivors, like, victims and things like... Like, I don't look at myself as a victim, but people... Survivors of trauma can, like, detect sure. it in each other, which is dangerous because even, like, predators and stuff can see that in you that you've, like, survived trauma and they deal I, with you differently. I totally and I think feel that's like a thing. like she just, like... Because our conversation, like, I was like, I feel like I was being normal, but I'm so transparent. Like, it's very hard. Like, if I'm feeling some type of way... You give it's everything every, away in your body. I, give, I hate it. Like, everything. I give everything away. Yeah. I know. It's well, bad. that night at the bar that we met, you never turned towards me. You turned your head, and you looked at me, and just sort of like... You keep going back Move to that on, night. white boy. <laughs> but you, like, never turn. Like, you never turn, and we're like... And so that's when I just sort of was like, it's cool. Like, I'm not here to be a creepy dude, man. I'm just hanging out at the bar. And I've never been to that bar, and I think that was, like, maybe the third gay bar I'd ever been in. Oh, yeah, that's it. That place is creepy. Is it? Yes. Like, I thought oh it was God, fun as fuck. I, it's fun. But before I, like, did you notice how the, the bathrooms are co-ed? And, like, all of the urinals are, like, individual stalls, which, like, sounds good in practice. Because, like, there's trans people and intersex and whatever. You could, like, yeah. have, like, individual bathrooms. But the times that I've been pushed into one of those individual stalls. Ooh. With just creepy dudes. Like Never the first time I that. ever did, um, I didn't notice that they were the co-ed first time bathrooms. I ever performed on stage. 
Like I remember I went after I went as an exotic dancer. Um, no, I was doing burlesque at that point. Okay. And I was at a club like near, near trap. And after I finished and got off my shift, I went over to trap and I was still dressed up from like being at the club and someone, I guess thought I was like, I don't know if they thought I was a drag queen or whatever, but this guy like pushed me into the bathroom. Like when I, and like comes into the bathroom and it was like really should like way shorter than me. And we kept like looking up and trying to kiss me. And I was like, dude, get off. My boyfriend's going to come in here. And he was like, Oh, muy bonita. And like, just kept like <laughs> speaking in Spanish and like pretending like he couldn't understand me. I feel and, like, like kissing you would be like climbing a tree. Skirt. He was like a little squirrel. Because <laughs> you are a tall woman. Yeah, because he was all over. Like, But then it's like, I'm up here and he's down there trying to reach up my skirt and stuff. And I'm like <laughs> pushing him off. Bro. And I'm just like, that is the rapiest vibe. I've club. never. Like, it's dark and just like. It is dark. Yeah. yeah. And then the bathrooms are off to the side and they're like, yeah. Everyone, every gender, everyone into this crowded bathroom with three individual stalls. With the like, lights down. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to pay more attention because I don't remember it being co-ed. There's only one. There's that one bathroom like right next to that huge one with all the urinals, which is really just a, it's a men's bathroom. Okay. And then next to it is a single use bathroom without a urinal. And that's the girls' bathroom. But they just, like, girls go into the... Everyone goes into the men's bathroom. The men's bathroom. So there's, like, those three <clears throat> urinals, and then there's those three stalls. And the three stalls are rapey as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, oh, and it's sketch. not like you can put a security camera in there for safety, either. Because it's mean, a bathroom. At least it's public, so there's people coming in and out of it. So it's like, if I would have screamed and made noise, like... Someone would have heard you. Yeah, because, like... In the end, like, I was fine. Like, I got him off of me and was like, no, my boyfriend's going to come in here and he's seven feet tall, like, yeah. which wasn't real. Oh, And wow. he got off me, of course, but it's just like, I don't know, <laughs> triggered. So you recently started an OnlyFans. I did. How is that going? I love it. Like, is it empowering? I find it so because, like, I think being a trans woman, like, you're... Me personally, in transitioning, there's this. So there's this forum that like, where would a people lot of find trans your, girls go on? Where would people find your OnlyFans? So you could find me on if you go on to OnlyFans. My like at is Morningwoods One. Okay. And W O O D S. Yeah, M O R N I N G W O O D S One. Nice. And that's OnlyFans. And you have a, a manager that helps you with that. Yeah, I do. I am managed, like... Okay. And he does shoot all of my, um... All of my, like, big porn shoots and stuff like that. And he takes my pictures and... Awesome. Yeah, he's great. That's great. And so... I actually have a scene coming up with him that I'm shooting. <laughs> do you? Yeah, which So I'm is like, it... Are you... Because he manages UFC fighters, too, and he used to be a UFC fighter. Okay. So do you... Like... So right now you've mostly done solo... Um, so I was like, like I said, if you I don't mind stripping. me asking, no, I mean, you I'm can tell me to shut up. Yeah. Um, I was doing chatterbait for a while, like just doing live streaming. Okay. And I was making like $300 an hour. Like I got a bunch Fuck of, like, off. cause I was doing financial really? domination around that time. So I would get clients through chatterbait or even like I was a waitress at that time. Am so I cute enough to chatterbait? In. Cause that's good money. I mean, it's so funny. The dynamic of like what girls do on chatterbait versus guys, because I met a guy who was like. So I, as a girl, you have like a whole routine almost. There's a menu. There's like, you get on and you're like in your bras and panties and you're twerking and like covered and they tip you to take your clothes off. And then I had a friend who's like 
uh, he, he works on Chatterbait. Okay. And I was like, what do you do? Like, because are they tipping you to take your underwear off? And he was like, so what I do, <laughs> I prepare the room. <laughs> I like how your voice changed he for sits him. On, he sits on his bed and he was like, and then I just start jacking off. <laughs> I just really go at it and start just jerking it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so if I just, if I just open a Chatterbait account, I and just. And they'll just tip you and be like, looking good, sir. Like, nice. jerk that dick. Like, but for, oh, as a girl, like. How much does he make your, though? Compared to you. No. Oh my God. Like minuscule. Like he was like, sometimes I'll make like $30. I make like $300 an hour when I was working on Chatterbait. Oh my God. Yeah. Like there was times where. It's not a big market One time for guys. I made $300 in an hour for literally. Okay. I was sitting there laying down and the camera's only on my feet. Fuck off. And I just sat there and there's someone in the room with me. Cause like I told you, I like camming with someone there. Cause yeah. I like an audience for what? Ever reason. You're definitely a performance artist. Yeah, because I'm like, I feel like you I would do struggle. It I, I'm a model, like, and I'm an actress. So totally. I'm like, I like, if there's a photographer there and it's a guy, I am on. Like, I feel like if you landed a big Hollywood part, you would struggle because why? there's not a crowd, there's a camera. No, but even the camera, because I'm like, oh, the, the camera, camera does guy, it? Okay. Just the knowing that it's, and it's usually like, because usually it's a, if it was a girl, maybe I'd struggle, which is so demented, I know, but like, even if there's a guy, <laughs> if there's a guy with a phone and he's filming me, I'm fucking on. Like, really? Never have I twerked better. If there's like a man watching with, <laughs> I was going to ask, it's can like, you? Just, can you twerk? Yeah, okay. I would love to. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm not asking you if you will stand. for me. Yeah, of course I can. <laughs> okay. I was a stripper. Like, and before yeah, of I was a stripper, I was a cheerleader. And wait, wait, was wait. Like, you can twerk upside down. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, like in a handstand. Fuck off. Swear to God. All right, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look at some YouTube videos or something because I didn't even know that was yeah, a thing. Yeah, you just. No, you don't have to do it here. I would feel bad. I'd feel bad if I didn't. I'm offended. <laughs> you're <Okay>. not asking. <laughs> well, this is like this is the point where I feel like I've let my my radio or my I've let the podcast down by not having a camera. Yeah, I don't have a camera. I know. Or, or a Twitter. So apparently, like, I need to do that. Okay, the first one that we did together, like I was, my makeup was not like I. Yeah, I and like, you look fucking great now. Me and I, I know I'm like all. Not that you ready. looked bad that night, because you still look gorgeous, like you always I do. Just showed up. I've seen you three times. Three out of three times, you were ten for ten. Oh, you're so sweet. I'm being sad, like I'm being legit. Like you're a gorgeous you woman. About last time. Yeah, you you look great. I'm like slumped over. Oh, in shut the, up! In my boyfriend's jacket. <laughs> Girls always look good in guys' jackets, though. I thought that that was like my ex-boyfriend Court, the one that mm -hmm. he was always like, "I love when you wear my ja my hoodies." Fuck yeah! Like that's the hottest you ever look is when you wear my clothes. And I was like, "Why?" And he was like, "Cause you look like my girlfriend." Because you're, like, in my clothes. Yeah. And it's, like, I, I like the I'm idea sort of, like, of, like, you don't care what people think. So you're just, yeah. like, oh, I know I'm hot even when I'm in a guy's clothes. And I'm and, and it's sort of like a – because I love I, – I get free hoodies and stuff at work. And I so, love hoodies. Yeah. I, so I bring them home and I give them to – yeah, you want one? Please, God, okay. yes. But you're going to have to tell me what size you wear in men's because they're men's hoodies. Um, so we'll – I mean any. Cause we'll like figure that out. I don't yeah. – you don't have to say it on air because I don't – you know, like four X. No, no, I'm no just, I don't care like, if it's a guy's hoodie. I'm like, it could either be tight and it's cute, or it's like baggy and you just only wear a skirt and it's cute. I, I think I have a five X in my office. I'll do work. You'd like, be adorable I'll on do a five X. Anything. And like the good news is, is like if you don't like wearing it, you can use it to cover your motorcycle, right? Because I have one of those. I just assumed. Like what else? What yeah, I you look like a badass biker against. chick. <laughs> yeah. Do I? Aren't biker yeah. chicks like? You look like 
well, everybody looks like it can look like a badass biker. Yeah, like, but you look like you've look won like? a chain fight. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm totally pulling your leg. I'm totally oh just kidding. God. Oh my god! <laughs> no, you're like you look like you have nothing to lose. And... No, that's not what biker chicks look like. No, but there is something. There is something about like. So I talked to my wife about my monkey brain versus like my logical brain, uh-huh. right? So like we evolved from monkeys. Everybody knows that, and or not monkeys, but chimpanzees, and there is always this kind of like primal urge to like mark your territory and we don't do it by peeing on things anymore but i definitely put my wife in hoodies because there's something cute about seeing her in like a piece of clothing that i got her oh yeah i love it and so that's like that's like your weird way of like or or like my weird monkey brains way of marking of like marking yeah yeah because my boyfriend's never asked for his jacket back and he won't not like, until you break his heart the first like he got it for christmas and then he showed it to me and i was like oh that's nice and i put it on he's like never worn it like i feel so bad and i wear it everywhere don't feel bad he's excited every time he sees you in that jacket he's like yeah that's mine i hope so. that's mine i hope so yep she's mine i'm never giving it back <laughs> yeah no it's 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 like a thing like there's uh like a primal urge i think part of the reason why guys like the idea of swallowing is that it's sort of like not only did i mark my territory but like now your body is going to use that it's going to break it down and use it to make like new cells or act as vitamins or whatever is in that right yeah like there's a weird it's a weird thing i think i've had so much fun talking to you and I hope that you, you will come back on and talk some more. And we're about to pause and start over for what were you going to call your show? Okay. So morning cast morning cast with Morgan Ashley Woods with Morgan because Ashley my Woods. Snapchat or oh my God, my Snapchat. Can we just redo that whole thing? <laughs> no, no, no. That's no, okay. So my only fans is morning woods or morning woods. One is my at. And then. My name is Morgan Ashley, so I was like, Morning Cast. Morning Cast. With Morgan Ashley Woods. I love it. It's like all encompassing. That's perfect. And I think that's a perfect, it's a perfect time to say that, like, I built this studio for interesting people with interesting ideas, whether or not I agree with them, to come in and talk about it. And that's what the studio is here for. So if anybody wants to reach out to me, it's murdershackstudios at gmail.com. Um, I think I'm probably going to have to get a Twitter after this. And episode. it's not light on the murder guys. <laughs> it's, it's really kind of creepy coming out yeah, here. He isn't hammed it? it up with the murder for sure. We're in like Marriott Slaughtersville. Like, where are we? <laughs> it's Hopper. I drove like a half an hour into the middle of nowhere. Yeah. No street right. lights. And then, <laughs> and then I have like a war rig for the apocalypse in the driveway. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not light on the murder, but I'm totally Don't forget not about to turn on your location. <laughs> turn on your location for your friends. Let them know where you're going before you show up to the murder shack studios. Thank you so much. That was wonderful. Thank you for having me. And I'm going to have you on again Please. because I, I like the only reason I want to cut it short tonight is because I know you want to do your show and I'm sure you've got things going on in your life. Yeah. I'm so excited for you guys to Be- hear that too. Because otherwise I think you and I together in this room hours, we would break the record. Yeah. We were gonna tie someone up and just like podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, we could <laughs> like we are, it's in the works guys. It's like, the who, murder shack studios who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to have you back Thank and you. I'm excited to, to start work on your show. Thank which you. I think it's going to be great. 
so excited too. Because you have the best personality. And like, not only you're gorgeous, but you also sound great. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm excited. Okay. Can't, can't um, before we go, where can people find you? So you can find me on OnlyFans. It's at Morningwoods1, all capital. Or, oh my God, all lowercase. So that's OnlyFans at Morningwoods1. Or you could find me on Instagram, Morgan Ashley Official SLC. You could find me on Facebook, Morgan Ashley. And you could Snapchat me if you're trying to get real personal, and that's Morgan T. Ashley. I'm going to Snapchat you. Please do. I will. Please. Okay. Well, thank you again. All right. Uh, oh, wait. I almost forgot. I'm going to end this show with a new series every time. Okay. And I almost forgot. Five people, living or dead, Okay. real or fake, who would you want to sit down for uh, a dinner with? Oh, I've had this question. Okay. Have you? Yeah, I've had this. I need to really... You can take your time. It's not a big... Okay, Cleopatra. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because she's like the... F- the the first like Greek Ptolemy or like the first I think she's the first of the Ptolemies that like ruled Egypt that weren't actually Egyptian and she did it by like convincing people she was the reincarnation of the goddess Isis and I'm about that because I'm the reincarnation of the goddess Isis everyone <laughs> you rock that shit so yeah Cleopatra Lady Gaga that'd be a fun dinner I know. It's like, you might as well have her there. Yeah. I would want Beyonce there, but I feel like, okay, Beyonce, you could come, but we're going to talk about me mostly. (laughs) (laughs) I've lived a far more interesting life. Cleopatra, Lady Gaga, Beyonce. Okay. You said five? Yeah, five. Two more. need some dudes there. I want to invite Harry Styles because he's hot, but I don't know if I'm interested. Who's in Harry Styles? Harry Styles from One Direction. He's so oh, okay. sexy. I've never uh, heard any of the music. I need two more people throughout history. Joan of Arc, because I feel Joan like of she'd, Arc? Be she'd be a fucking badass. trip. Do you think, she though, she'd like... To God. She's either crazy as fuck... Or talk to God. Or just wasn't and was just saying that. And it's like, girl, you're such a teenager. Like, <laughs> I love that you used that and, like, died at the stake over it. And it probably isn't even true. Like, so teenager. So, okay. <laughs> we have Cleopatra, Joan of, <laughs> Joan of That's Arc. That's Beyonce, Lady Gaga. That's four. We but what about, what about Styles? No, he's not coming. We're just gonna like he's oh. just hot. Like I just oh, okay, to, okay. I had to name drop. What about him. like Benjamin Franklin? Why? What's he gonna do? He's Benjamin he's gonna Franklin. Fly a kite and he's gonna invent like electricity <laughs> at dinner. Like, dude, please bring it in. I'll bet he was a dirty pervert. I he, feel like it has he had to mistresses. be a dude. Like, who's like an interesting guy? So I like Christopher Hitchens, but I don't think you would know who. He oh, is. Jesus Christ! Duh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Yeah, the only white he guy in the Middle prostitutes. East. He loved prostitutes. He loved people from... He loved tax collectors. I don't think he was real. Jesus Christ? Yeah. Who says? <laughs> <laughs> I think there might have been a really charismatic uh, rabbi by the well, name. let him come. <laughs> okay, perfect. It's just like me, well, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Joan of Arc. If and Jesus came, you could just order water. Rabbi Jesus. And plan on getting drunk. Yeah, because right? he's going to get us all fucked up. Water and wine. party tricks. Yeah. And, okay, Water and real wine. joke, Jesus, if you're listening, you are my type. Like, I love, like... <laughs> you, like, rip Jesus? Homely guys that have, like, 
shaggy hair and like nice. they're just laid back and Sandals. chill. Yeah. Living off their father's glory. Like, <laughs> dude, come get it. <laughs> like, yes, Jesus. And like, <laughs> he who is sinless cast the first stone and. Oh, shit. Jesus Did I stoned as fuck. Like, I love him. Did you know I was an atheist? No, don't. Oh. <laughs> don't what? Okay, so don't you're like, so basically you're leaving one slot open because he's not real. Well, no, no, well, no, no, said, no, no, no. If Jesus can I said real the guy who says that. You did say fake. I did. Yeah, I said real or fake. So oh, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm leaving Santa Claus out. Yeah. But would you really want to talk to that guy? He's, he's really creeping on kitties. Kitties. Kids. Like he's just watching them when That's they sleep. sweet. He's fatherly. He's a grandpa. Don't make Santa creepy. <laughs> Breaking into your house. Jolly red. Like that sounds. <laughs> Stealing your milk and cookies. Wholesome. Like. No. Yeah. I don't want Santa there. He's kind of old. Animal slavery. Real or fake. Some sort of labor law violation. Don Juan sounds like a lot of work. Like having like the the best lover of all time. Because then you feel like you have to fuck him. Because and then to it's see, like uh, to just no. Know. It's like what time of the night am I gonna want to do this? Like are you gonna stay after everyone leaves? Like is it gonna be early? Are we gonna have a light salad? Yeah, and I don't want to hook up and then go then go to a party and then I'm gonna be like all attached and be like, is he leaving after? Like. <laughs> Let's have sex last and everyone else leaves. I love stop. it. I love your fucking thought process. It's so perfect. You're like, really? I'm thinking this dinner through because I'm like. No, you should. Joan I, of Arc is going to be such a fucking trip. I feel like she would leave with Don Juan. You think so? Yes. I think Joan of Arc would. love crazy girls. I, you guys love crazy girls. I think if you had Joan of Arc and Jesus in the same room, she'd be like, yo, what the fuck? You couldn't help me out? They were burning me, bro. Yeah, she's like, and where then, were you? And then she's like, oh, you're at, real? Because <laughs> uh, I thought I made that up. <laughs> I literally got burnt at the stake. Like, yeah. Oh, Jesus. You, That'd you be awkward. <laughs> I love that I had them both come. Yeah. This party that, sounds perfect. It's going to be great. Beyonce, she's going to feel so like, like, oh, what does your husband call himself again? Hove? <laughs> Jesus, how do you feel about that? <laughs> it's a little sacrilegious. Do you, I, don't, I can't believe we left Kanye West out. Because he's running. Everyone... Kanye West, twenty is it twenty twenty five? Twenty twenty four. But now he's like first lady less. He won't be for long. He's I Kanye know. West. Watch this. You could be the first lady. Yeezy, <laughs> Miss Yeezy. Yeah, you could be. First you could be lady. first lady, Miss Yeezy. Because I've been like pushing for him to drop that like White House album, like that mixtape. Like, imagine we've never had a president <laughs> drop a mixtape. <laughs> With tape. a mixtape ever. Yeah. Like, do you oh think we God. could survive the chaos though? Of Kanye West presidency? Yeah. I mean, we survived worse. <laughs> we've had crazier, like, people. We've had, oh, I love you. We've had worse narcissists be our president. I love you. And I think, like, at least with him, it's like, I don't know, it's like, it's transparent. At least he's upfront about it. He's not trying to sneak it in on us, right? Yeah, like, you know, yeah. you knew he was crazy for a minute. Like, so, 2024, Kanye West in the White House, you're the f first lady. Please, God. Dinner so with would, Lady Gaga. First Lady Morgan Ashley. Joan of Arc. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Would you charge more on OnlyFans? I don't know. If you were the first lady? Okay, this is my stupid. You guys are ogonists. It's funny that I talk about being fem feminist, and then I'm about to say my next statement. <laughs> <laughs> I only cam when the boyfriend I have at that time is okay with it. Because I prioritize my relationship with I think the that's person. acceptable. And if usually, like... If a guy's like, no, I don't like it, then I'm yeah. like, I respect you. Like, I don't need to. I can make money. Literally, guys have paid me to ignore them and not cam. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> what? 
Yeah, like there's I no way in the world that I you swear can. Swear to the, God, there's guys that like I every now and again I'll open their Snapchats, and they give they pay my rent. So it's like, and then you just like ignore the Snapchat. Yeah, like you were. Talk- there's dude as know, a guy. The prize, but you literally talked about how you left some girl to go smoke cigarettes and play Halo. Like I didn't play Halo. I was playing Call of Duty. Okay, and she asked me to do that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I don't feel like I don't feel like as a guy I could go online and be like, "Listen up, whoever is paying for this, I want to ignore you from money." They'd be like, "Fuck off." I don't think that's true. No, I think if I was to get on Chatterbait, I would have to jack it on my bed, like hardcore. No. no? Like if you were like, "I'm gonna set up a cam in my room and it's gonna be there and I'm gonna ignore you all," you, you would have be like so rich. You think there'd be dudes? People are so weak. Yeah. Or women want. lining up like, "Yeah, fucking ignore me." Yes. Point I do. it away from me when you no, come. Sometimes, okay. So when I was on Chatterbait, there were several times that I fought with my ex while we were camming and then just stopped filming but left the camera on. And for like hours, I just am sitting on my bed like watching Game of Thrones, like being passive aggressive and like <laughs> they watch for hours and are like you forgot to turn off your cam mistress mistress dot 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 oh i like that they called you, you mistress of course they do yeah nice they're respectful so we ended i think we ended like 14 minutes ago oh is that over <laughs> cool it's not recording i know we're still recording oh we are yeah, just like we we sort of like did our little wrap up and okay. then we just started again but I figured I better catch us before we spin out. Yeah, I, I love that. your dinner. I think I got to be honest with you. Your dinner by far is probably the most exciting dinner. I've Yeah. Had. Yeah. Minus Kanye West still. Yeah. Cause he didn't make the cut. He didn't make the cut, but it's all girls. Let's be and fair. I think <laughs> that sounds like Jesus's life to be honest They're with all you. Hot girls too. Like, yeah. Cause I feel like Joan of Arc was hot. She had to be, she, she had, had abs. Had, she had combat abs. Worst case scenario. She was 16. So it's like who who's not at least a five at sixteen? Because <laughs> there's that whole market of like sixteen year olds where they're like, we don't care what you look like, we just want you to be underage. So it's like, oh my god, this is so <laughs> again. Another, I think you're setting a record. Another female like getting away with sexual abuse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love you. This is probably going to go down in the books as one of my best shows. I hope so. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I'm so excited. Thank you. Okay, thank you. We're going to have to talk about afterwards what I'm going to call this show and then like what hashtags I got to put in there. Yeah, I don't know where you're going to go. I I want people to hear it. And will you share this with your friends? Yes, please. So anyone listening should do the same thing. Yes, please do. All right. Thank you so much. And then I always sign off with peace.